radius? I want to say yeah. Trying to see how that shit will work. I don't ever remember waiting in line for radius, so. I mean, I went to the one they had a, a minute ago, and you still had to, like, it was over, like, in Pilsen or some shit, but you still was waiting in line for a decent little minute. Mm. Eating a turkey sandwich or something? Nah, um, a little breakfast, <laughs> breakfast taco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got the sounds of a turkey sandwich right now. <laughs> Oh, shit. A turkey sandwich at 9 30. <laughs> hey man, you never know, dog. Uh alright man, I'm ready. Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino. And what if I told niggas my body goals is 2007 bird man? Would niggas look at me weird, bro? See now you got when you gotta make people Google. <laughs> <laughs> you Google yourself so open to a lot of <laughs> A lot of judgment. Hey, Even they're gonna be like, "All right, that's not bad," but it's like, "Well, why'd you pick 2007 for it, man?" Look at the uh, hundred million dollars episode, bro. Uh, he's still a big body nigga, but he kind of swole up, bro. Hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the episode. <laughs> Redskin. Oh, this was before he turned into a Dragon Ball. Yeah, man. <laughs> this this is old. This is old bird, man. Man, when he was like kissing Wayne and shit, bro. But uh, we got my nigga done in the building, man. Man, yes, sir. It's your boy Benjamin, man. Hey, black people, we lost the battle. <laughs> lost the battle. What? <laughs> hey, man. Them white people at Popeyes won. <laughs> we ain't gonna be able to overcome this one. It's a wrap. Them biscuits, they did it. And then you had one of them one. shits? Yes. Well, <laughs> diabetes won, bro. Did you, get it, did you get it fresh or you had to? See, I. I don't know if it was fresh or not, but that just was still good, dog. Oh my god, bro! Them biscuits are like thirteen hundred calories for one biscuit, bro. Fam, and it tastes like it. <laughs> <laughs> like you have one biscuit and you feel like, all right, man, I just overdosed on some sugar, bro. <laughs> but this shit is so good. Uh, how, okay, when you ordered it, did you order just a biscuit? No, no, no. I actually got Popeyes. I feel like that would be a little. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's why I had to check. Like, he's like, yo, let me just get two biscuits. I feel like that biscuit looks like when you take a bite into it, you just be like, oh, man. And you, like, stare at it for a little bit. <laughs> Start tapping your veins and shit. Yeah, like with, like when a uh, with a fentanyl first hit the system. Duh, it, it's so dangerous that they selling them in two packs and four packs. That's insane, dog. <laughs> if you eat more than two of them in one sitting, dog, I'm judging you. See, it's supposed to be for the families, but you know people just going to be like, oh, I can eat four. Is, are, how, okay, are they dry? No. That's what make these so much better, bro. They got the icing on it with the little strawberries. That shit be so soft when you bite into it. <sighs> Nigga. That shit it's crazy. over for us, bro. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Did you save one to reheat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to give a, a recap or a reheat. Yeah, no, you know, no, that's, no. that's most important. What you need to do is heat it up. Even though like you don't need to, heat it up when you first get them. It's, it's life-changing. Nah, that's just crazy to me. The niggas, like, if say you eat two, that's what twenty six hundred calories. That's, that's how much no, you're supposed to eat in a day. Dog. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, shit, that shit is out of control. That's why, man, I'm I'm nervous for the black households, dog. Because right, I don't gonna, know if they're gonna be able to let go. This is gonna be random. How do y'all feel about hot fruit? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever like, had any hot fruit. Not like hot fruit by itself, but like pies. 
like the, this strawberry biscuit. Like it was like I don't. This was probably no fresh strawberries in it, but like I don't really know how I feel about hot fruit. Like I don't really like apple pies from like McDonald's used to be cool, but I don't really want like a a slice of regular apple pie. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, this ain't really like that. I, I get you mean like um, what's some other things that Popeyes got? Them uh. You know, like strawberries, turn- yeah, 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 those yeah. turn up things. It's not really like that because it's not real strawberries in there. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it's like some flavored. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like uh, like oatmeal. You ever had like strawberries and cream oatmeal? Is it something nah, like that? No, that's that's honestly that always sounded nasty. What? That shit is a bust back in the day, dog. A strawberry and cream. Yeah, strawberry and cream. The apple. Uh, I forgot what the apple flavor was. We got all different flavors, and then we transitioned the to pack. the dino. Yeah, yeah. And then we transitioned to the dino, uh, the dino egg oatmeal, and that's changed the game up. Mm. No, nah, I'm just a brown, I'm a brown sugar cinnamon man in my, nah, in my yeah. oatmeal. Yeah, it was classic oatmeal, man. like he was eighty. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> so listen, man, you get a little brown a sugar man. cinnamon. <laughs> you, you, you square like that nigga wasn't regular or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we got my nigga season in building now. Yo, what up, y'all over here? Um, drinking my elderberry tea with the ashwagandha. Mm. Oh, mm. you know what I'm saying? Let let your energy uh, from the quote from my tea bag. Let your energy be used to build, not destroy. Man, that's what I be telling people. That's knowledge, God. What's some th- what's today's mathematics? What's today's mathematics. Peace, peace, <laughs> peace, peace, God. <laughs> oh shit! Well, how y'all doing, man? Man, I ain't gonna lie. I've been better. Oh, I, had a, I, had a, I had a week. <laughs> it wasn't even that bad, but it was just like, what? Oh, yeah. Man, I woke up sick, on Monday. Right? Yeah, I woke up on Monday. You know how when you wake up, you can feel a little something like in your throat, like, oh, I might be getting sick. Mm. A little tickle? I, yeah, I had like a light little tickle. <laughs> Come on. I swear to call it something else. Call it. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> By one o'clock, this was maybe, I don't know, 7 30. By one o'clock, Man, I was in full chills and shiver, just hoping, waiting for the workday to get over. I knew it was bad because I took a nap. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try to lay down for like an hour. I mean, I must have slept like two and a half hours. Damn. Yeah. Woke up, had a little light fever. I thought it was just a regular cold. thought it was going to go away. Uh, my job has like a little clinic in it. So I went in there on Thursday. And they were like, oh, no, you just got strapped. Oh shit! I didn't even. I've had strep before. This didn't feel like strep, like from a pain perspective. Like when you have strep, it it just the best way to describe it is like if you just took if you had already a sore throat and you were like a like a bad like a bad kid. Like when you took a handful of sunflower seeds, you just chewed them and like swallowed the shells with the seeds. Oh, that's usually that's the pain that you usually feel. But I didn't feel it. That's a wild so, way to describe strep. <laughs> That's one of the wildest ways I've ever heard strep described. That was descriptive as hell, man. <laughs> you need to write some books. <laughs> I felt every pain in it. Bro, I, that, that shit was... It was. It got so bad. I, like, I was... You know how when you get sick and you got the chills, like, you start sweating at times. Mm. It was one night. I was sweating so bad. I had to change my shirt mid-sleep because I was like, why am I so damp? Shit. Damn. It's that good loving sweat. Yeah, I don't, I don't, waking up sweaty is crazy. But I, I was uh, thinking about this, like, is having a sore throat like a kid thing? Because I feel like as adults, you don't really experience something like that anymore. Yeah, I haven't had one in a while. Knock on wood. 
like just a sore throat? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, usually come on like some other shit, like sniffles or like a stuffy nose, but I shouldn't. I don't think anybody, no adult, should just be out here with their throat sore and like no other symptoms. <laughs> I can't tell that to the homies, bro. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Oh, my throat just sore. Like, and even even as an adult now, if I say I like like a sore throat, it's usually just like I can feel like you know when you got like a little little mucus in it, and mm. as you swallow, you you consume anything, it you can feel a little. I feel a little funny. That's all I really mean. It don't really really be like raspy type shit. Yeah, no. I feel like it, there's a bunch of little kids sh- shit that we get that we don't get as adults. Yeah, I can't think of another. No, nah, as growing up, uh, getting sick was weird because um, I don't part fifty. It was fifty fifty and faking it and actually being sick. And the times I was sick, I thought I was out of there for real, for real, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it was just one time I was sick and I really, I really thought I was out of here, bro. All I remember is my grandma coming and she like I, I think I told y'all this before she placed like some olive oil on my head and then I kind of faded back into like oblivion again and I woke up <laughs> again and I was surprised I was still alive though. I was surprised I was still alive. Yeah, <laughs> being serious, dog. Man, when you used to get like really sick at school, you'd be out for like 5 days. <laughs> you come back to school, hey yo, what's up? I see y'all in years. Yeah, missing yeah. five missing five days of regular school would be like missing like two weeks of work. Yeah. It feels different. Bro, I would have to have no legs to miss five days of school, bro. <laughs> like I'll have to have, have something like this no catastrophic happen for me to miss five days of school. And that's what's nasty. Kids not kids would just be coughing and sneezing in their hand, they go dap you up and type of shit. That's the thing they don't, you know. That's the, I, that's one thing I'm not looking forward to about having kids. Hey, kids are nasty creatures. Man. Bring it home, just all these germs from all these. Nah, get yeah, everything they got. Damn. Yeah, how you feeling now, though, man? Man, I'm feeling decent. Um, been on this medication a couple of days, so I'm, you know, my my energy is back a little bit. My my appetite is back. My appetite was pretty much gone. I was surviving on like three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for like four days this week. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, damn, man. Hey, shout out the medication, man. Give him some <laughs> give him a plug. But you know, I'm feeling decent now. I, I wasn't able to sleep too. My sleep was trash. There were some days I was getting like three hours of sleep and I couldn't just I just could not go back. So, you know. I'll be right by next week, but you know what I mean? Feeling feeling decent now. Yeah, it's probably the ashwagandha, man. That's why Kevin Gates worried about that shit. Hey man, I know. After I got it, you get in the tea form, add a little honey, it's different. Yeah, I've been fucking with this kava lately, man. I don't know if y'all fuck with the kava, but I've been fucking with that, man. Niggas need to what's, fuck what's with What's the kava? Is it tea? Nah, it's like drops. Um, it's like... To, you put them in your throat? Come on, man. <laughs> you, do, you do ingest them orally, but <laughs> uh, it's to like calm nerves and shit like that. And it's 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 kind of comparable to the ashwagandha. But um, yeah, it's, it's pretty all right. Wait, so... Okay. You take them and you just drop them like um, it's a dropper, like it's eye dropper. Are you dropping in your eyes? No. Oh it's, no, it's no, your the mouth. thing is it's called a dropper. dropper. Yeah. Where oh, you okay. just like squeeze them on your tongue, like when uh SpongeBob took the acid. Yeah, or you could drop them in some water or some shit. You know, whatever you want to do. Yeah, but uh, how you how you know uh, what made you really feel like you need your nerve calmed? No, it's you feeling nothing. Shaky? Nah, not really. It's just wanted to try something. I seen, uh, you know, scrolling TikTok, you be seeing different things, and uh, it's like a Polynesian root. 
that they use for like uh anxiety and stuff like that. And you know, I want to try it out all all natural vegan type shit. I tried it out. It, it's decent. It's it's not like not too crazy, but it's it's solid. It make you feel solid. So, but the only you thing is you can't take your too ancestry. Much. I don't know, man. I might, bro. What happens when you take too much? Your liver get fucked up. Okay, oh, I thought you just mm. got too 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 cool. <laughs> too relaxed. <laughs> you ain't cared about shit. Hey, auntie just died. Man, I'm just man, that's life. Ain't it? <laughs> that shit just happened, bro. All of us got to get up out of here. But uh, shit, man, Donald, what you what you bringing into? Man, I just been chilling. I've been chilling this weekend. Man, Chicago gave us a taste of spring on Friday. That mm. shit was feeling good, and that shit ended so fast, dog. It's back up. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 back to them wintertime vibes. Nah, I think it's I think this is about to turn though. It should be like what, like mid fifties from here on out, ain't it? I hope so. I don't know. They keep they keep pulling that shit on us. I think it's about to switch and it reverts all the way back. Well, you I know you gotta count. You don't be here that long anyway. You by coastal. Oh man, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't do that. Damn, close to seventies Tuesday and Wednesday though. Okay. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, man. Ain't nothing like that Chicago first like warm season when the when the shorts come out and the shooters come out. Like you, you know, it's, you know, it's hey, springtime, bro. Real talk, the shooters be having a different bop in they step when it's warmer, bro. Like yeah. you just see niggas a little bit more excited. <laughs> <laughs> they clutching, they clutching the uh, tech a little uh, harder and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. I, the I like warmer the weather is also better for the civilians because you can tell when it gets warm and you still see like the winter coats. Like oh he packing, yeah man. Mm, got yeah, a G lock on him. <laughs> <laughs> he blicked up. He got the G lock on him. <laughs> um, I feel like the shooters like they like the you know the birds when they come back to the come back up north. And you just know it's springtime and shit. <laughs> when the shooters out, you know it's springtime and shit, man. Also, when you see the the barbecue grill smoke, yeah, <sighs> I fucked with it. I always fucked with uh Chicago springtimes. Um. As for me, I've just been just doing too much. I got to, um, tomorrow, next week is going to be a rest, rest week, bro. I'm not doing shit. Uh, yesterday I saw a nigga get thrown out, the, like physically thrown out the club, bro. And then he came back and niggas start running, bro. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, bro was tripping. Like it was me and my cousin. We seen, but, but he tripping. And we was like, all right, this is about to be some shit. He was tripping with security. Then they they trying to like get him to calm down. They give him a pass, like hey, <clears throat> hey, hey, bro, just calm down. Uh, trying to escort him out at this point. He with his girl, so he keep tweaking on like three security guards, and then it get to the, they get by the door, and he finally pushed their ass, and they was not going. They all like three like pushed him at one time. It's some steps at the beginning of the 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 place. It's like four or five steps. They pushed him. He flew over the steps. Did not hit one step, bro. And hit that ground, bro. I was like, shit, dog. And then uh, he walked away, came back. Everybody, because it's like a front part outside, and then it's the inside part. We was all sitting on the outside part. As soon as he came back, everybody started running, bro. Because <laughs> they, they thought that he had that shit on him, bro. <laughs> bro, niggas started oh, dipping, bro. <laughs> that nigga pulls up. Niggas started screaming. 
<laughs> you know that Jurassic Park scene when the when they in like the little bar area shit. That's exactly how that shit went, bro. <laughs> Holy shit! That's hilarious, but that's also great awareness. But he probably ruined their um their business that night, man. By doing that. Hell yeah! Niggas was not trying to be outside after that shit because they because nobody knew like if he was gonna come back with the shit because he got embarrassed, bro. Like if I get like pushed over a set of steps where well, I don't touch one step, bro. Like. Yeah. I might think about coming back with the shit too. <laughs> so, I, I, I wish people got to start. If you get kicked out and you want to come back, people got to start coming back like a uh, illegal police batons. <laughs> like instead of shooting up the party, just like <laughs> hit the security in the legs. Those batons, I know they hurt. Yeah, so I I, I was kind of a, you know nervous, bro, because I didn't want to get popped because the nigga got embarrassed in the club, and so. Yeah. Did you run? Hell yeah, I ran. I did. As soon as I seen other people <laughs> dipping, I, I was out of there, bro. <laughs> wait, wait. So how did you guys see him? Did you guys see him from outside, or did he actually get inside? No. So the 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 front part is the outside area. So it's oh, like okay. four steps that like you you see everybody walking in, and so mm-hmm. you see him crossing the street, coming back into the spot, and they like grab him quick as hell, like to see what, if, if he got some shit on him. Um, luckily, and he who like, grabbed him? The security. Uh, they met him in the street. No, nah, they they he came up to the front again. Oh, so yeah, niggas was not bro. Niggas didn't want to wait there and see if he had the shit on him because. All right, let that's me ask. Let me, let me ask the real question. Did you run when you ran? Had you already paid for your bill, or you just saw chaos? Like, oh, let's go, y'all. <laughs> nah, I was. See, we was. Um, it's a. It's a back bar and it's a bar inside. Like, and so me and my cousins were sitting, our backs was to the street. So I didn't even see Buddy walking back up. I just seen people running and uh on my left side. And then like I just ducked my head down and started dipping. Cause once I see niggas running, I'm I'm running. I don't care what the fuck. I'll figure it out at, at, at the end. But I figured that's what's gonna happen. Cause when he when he got pushed over the steps and walked away, I was like, bro's finna come back. I already know it. So yeah, he came back. And so once people start running, I already knew what it was. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm dipping, bro. <laughs> Running out on the bill like that would be fire. <laughs> I know, I know. With some people in that venue who once they saw people running, they remember it's like, "Hey, we don't got to pay now. Let's go." Yeah, hold on, man. Let's bounce. <laughs> they just start screaming and ran to the car. <laughs> Nigga, this ain't no restaurant. You don't get no tab at no bar. <laughs> you got to give them your card when you order a drink. <laughs> Oh damn! I thought uh, yeah, you, you know, sounds like you get a table. Okay, yeah. true, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but uh, other than that, it was, it was cool. Um, just went to a few bars yesterday. Went to Prospect. Went to uh, Bell Station. Just hopped around and shit. Um, yeah. Other than that, man, I'm, I'm been cooling, bro. Been cooling. So, uh, what do we want to start this week, man? Do Do we start with the Jonathan Majors again or no? Yeah. They released oh. those, uh, his his lawyer released some some I don't even know what to call him. He he released some text from his from Jonathan Major's girlfriend or slash victim that didn't really help his case in any way, shape, or form. Who the fuck is his lawyer, bro? <laughs> it's Method Man know. from fucking <laughs> Power and shit. <laughs> Then that nigga single handedly ruined the MCU, bro. I'm, I'm pissed. I don't know what this lawyer thought he was doing, man. Yeah, man. Even though I know what's a crop, 
I'll get, I'll get to cropping on some of that shit. <laughs> he was like, hey, read the whole thing for yourselves. Yeah, and it did not make him look any better, bro. It just seemed like a, a victim or some shit trying to make sure that he didn't get into any trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I got the text up. The text that were released by Jonathan Major's lawyer, Um. she stated the victim, uh, please let me know when you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you with the protocol when they saw the entries on me, and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did that, and I'm sorry you're in this position. Uh, we'll make sure nothing happens to this. Happens about this. What? We'll make sure nothing happens about this. It's weird. Um, I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out the hospital. Um, just call me when you're out. I love you. Then three and a half hours later, she said they just called me again to check on me. I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. Uh, I read the paper they gave me about the strangulation and I point blank said that did not occur. It should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. Uh, I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to the judge, uh, to know that the origin of the call was due to me collapsing and passing out and you worrying as my partner due to our communication prior out of care. She promised all will be relayed. Yeah, that don't sound good, bro. That, is, that just yeah. doesn't sound good. Uh, it's, it goes bad. It really gets terrible with, I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I, I only just got out the hospital. Yeah, and collapsing and passing out. Like, I understand she she seems like she's taking strangulation off the board, but it seems like she has bruises on her neck and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just not a good look. And I understand somewhat that stuff gets heated sometimes, but you can't put your hands on a woman, bro. Like, just point blank, period. Yeah. Regardless of what happened, it, it's... It appears as if he did something, even if it wasn't strangulation. He did something that led to her having to go to the hospital. He played a part in that. Allegedly. What the, uh, yeah, allegedly. What the full part is, we we don't know, but I think that enough is somewhat makes you hesitant to even think that there's another side to this story. Can you bounce back from this or no? Are you popped? Ooh, yeah. that's difficult um, because I think at one point in time there was a time where he could have I don't want to say easily but he could have bounced he could have recovered from this in today's climate um, I don't I don't think so I think he, if he's found guilty that'll make it really difficult he would have to be found innocent with like some very clear cut evidence that clears his name of this. Um, because we got to think about it. When was the last time, what was his name? Nate Parker. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you've seen or heard about Nate Parker? Well, his was more sexual in nature, which uh, takes a more serious tone to a lot of people. Um, but no, you, you're right. I mean, we haven't heard about him either. It's interesting because this was real public when it hit. Um, I don't know how that fares for actors. Like, usually when actors get some shit like this, it's really, like, hidden. 
and it's it's you kind of got to do the research and then you find out oh he got some bullshit in the like in his past so i don't know how this is gonna work i feel like because it's too public it's gonna be an outcry for somebody to take action especially if he's found guilty and once that happens uh you might be on Tubi, brother. So yeah. he, he he might end up like Columbus Short. <sighs> and that's a shame too, because this dude is like his talent is crazy. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna make it clear that we that's not our priority at this point. Like we're not just trying to find ways so he can make it back. We I'm just asking the question to see if yeah. this was a fatal flaw. Like this was one of the things that he can't come back from. Mm-hmm. I think it, it it what makes it more difficult is when you give people a reason to investigate you and like look deeper into you, who you are and potentially your past, what you did in the present will more than likely will cause the rise of the old shit that you did beforehand. And as you kind of see with him, as people are saying, you know, this isn't new for him. Like he had allegedly this type of, abusive behavior since he was like at Yale and things of that nature. So for this to now kind of have a platform, I'm almost certain it's going to encourage other victims or women or individuals who might've had past encounters of him to be given platforms to share their stories. And that's only going to amplify his type of his behavior and like how he carried himself. And that's going to make it harder for, I think these, um, you know, Marvel or whoever would, who would have employed him to be able to stand beside him and not look past all. After the text release, what was the temperature like on both sides as far as how they felt about the case? Because I didn't really see much of it. Was it oh. just, all right, overwhelmingly he did this? Yes. <laughs> no, it was everything, everybody who saw it said this why would your lawyer release this? Mm-hmm. There's no way that you have a good lawyer when they saw this text thread and in some way, shape, or form thought this would be helpful to you in the improving your case of innocence. Yeah. And I mean it's 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 some it's some shit going on because they said they had video to clear him. And if you have video to clear somebody, I would drop that immediately. <laughs> Hell yeah, at midnight. <laughs> have a roll up for that shit yeah like your your client is losing sponsorships your client is losing gigs all types of shit like this isn't something you just have wait for trial to use as the, the big joker if you have video proving that he didn't do this shit you drop that immediately and it just hasn't dropped so it's like something going on in the background here i really want to know what type of video it could be like what who who has the video what is the video also it's is it worth not dropping it on I mean because they drop the text and we see the response to the text maybe that video isn't as clearing as they think it is mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you better double check that because you you that video needs to 100% without hesitation have people say okay we see he did not do this we they would have to see those bruises or whatever caused her to be in the hospital come from something or someone else yeah mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's as, you know, people that talk about things that go on the culture sometimes. And I mean, just overall on Twitter and whether it's a podcast, Twitter, whatever, we look at things from a, a, 
glassy lens of how things are supposed to be. So sometimes we forget that people make mistakes and stuff like that. But at the same time, you got to hold people to a certain standard. Like it, putting your hands on a woman is, is a standard that I think we all should uphold. And we can't excuse that behavior. Um, but at the same time, you just got to once people make mistakes like this and once people do things like this, it, it has to be a teachable moment for all of us, like watching, like, look, bro, like this, the, the, while in that moment, you, it's, it's ways you got to get yourself up out of there, bro. Walk away, do, do whatever you have to do, but don't let it escalate where you're putting your hands on somebody, both, both genders, but I'm, I'm speaking to men right now. So. Yeah. And it's, no, you're right. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, it doesn't, it's all a choice. And I think that's what makes it a little difficult. Like you were saying, it, it never, even if she did allegedly put hands on him and his attack was a response to attack, like it still doesn't really make sense. Mm. Like you still got to be wise enough or smart enough to not react that type of way. Yeah. Like, it, I don't think I, you can find yourself in a position where you feel like that's the appropriate response unless you might have done it before, which is, I think, is how people look at it. Yeah, so, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll, we'll find out more and we'll, we'll be able to ha- paint a clear picture of what's going on, but um, it's not looking good. I'm, I'm going to say that for, for sure. And yeah, we had a Nashville school shooting this week. Unfortunately, um, I feel like that that could be said every damn week. Um, how many people were killed? Six people, I want to say. Uh, I thought it was five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so condolences out to those families. Do y'all feel hopeless when it comes to solving a gun crisis in America? Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's something that's just it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, it's not going to go anywhere because they don't want it to. Yeah, I, I, I'm like tired of even talking about it. Like at this point, mm-hmm. like we have the same conversation every other week. It's rough. Yeah, I was I saw um, a tweet just they running down a list of all the schools sh- or all the shootings just in general, like the Boulder, Colorado, and the movie theater, and just different shootings, and they all involved like an AR-15, and it just doesn't make sense why it's not common sense to just ban as a bare minimum ban those type of guns Mm -hmm. and then take it from there but it just seems like our fucking country is ran by a whole bunch of imbeciles Uh, and it's just sad that we got to the point where we feel like it's nothing we can do about it because I Mm -hmm. I agree with you I feel hopeless about that shit we we see weapons are like school shootings and things we know what the problem is but and every time it happened, it seems like the, the narrative behind weapons is kind of pivoted to not really focus on the weapons. They try just focus on the people as if removing or restricting access to these weapons wouldn't change a whole lot of things. Yep. They, this one, they pivoted to we need armed security and we need to lock the side doors or we need to get rid of side doors in schools. And it's just like fucking a side door didn't kill six people, bro. And we and they talk about arming teachers like teachers don't need to be going through John Wick school yeah. to teach your kid. Like it's certain things where 
the response, that's how you know it's not really going to go anywhere because the response and the placement, it's so misplaced. It, it just doesn't really, it shows a lack of want to do things differently. Would y'all be down with having bottle niggas instead of bottle girls at certain clubs? Nigga, what are you talking about? This what is actually debate, nigga? bro. And who's debating this? The internet, man. I'm going to say, I don't know if I necessarily want bottle girls. So I'm going to say no. That would be I, cool, I, bottle niggas? Now, now I think about it, because sometimes that shit do be a little extra. You know what I'm saying? A bottle nigga, he might just walk that shit over to you, put it on your put it on your table and shake you up and, and dip. <laughs> sometimes you want that convenience. You want that, hey, man, just give me my bottle. I don't need all the extras. I don't want people nah, to know. But you, you know 100% if you had a bottle nigga, they're still going to put sparklers on it. So he's going to have to just stand there like at your table with them over his head, just like pumping back and forth. Yeah, that option. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Keep the bottle girls. If, if that's my only option, I'll stick with the bottle girls. I wouldn't be mad at a bottle nigga. Nigga, nigga pop locking with my with my ace of spades. You want Terry Crews. <laughs> you want you Terry Crews to be your bottle boy. You want that dude. You want the ape nigga. What's his yeah, name? The grooving gorilla. Groove, yeah, groove, big groove, man. Big groove. Big groove. Nah, if that nigga was my bottle nigga, I'm shooting the club up. <laughs> Coming back with the weapon. <laughs> Uh-oh. Nah, where you got the uh, the other dude who who be bucking his eyes out? Yeah, he he right next to your cup as you somebody pour some Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would piss me off, bro. Get away from us. <laughs> hey, would y'all be a bottle uh, nigga? Because I I remember a while ago there was this bar in Boys Town that was hiring bottle boys. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm asking if, if they paid well. No, not in Boys Town. No, I would not be about a boy. Isn't it's North Halston now? We gotta call it North Halston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. hope. Oh, they changed the name of it. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to be more inclusive. Nah, shit. Okay, no, I wouldn't be a. I wouldn't be a bottle boy in NoHo. Nah, I, I, in all seriousness, I think bottle boys need to be outlawed. Like it should be no way that any any niggas need to be bottle boys. I don't I don't really like the whole process of that bottle like they shaking a little sign. I don't understand that. Like I, I don't get the appeal of that. But hey, for to each his own, I guess. People it's it's the it's the draw. People like to be known that they in there, that they spending bread. Mm. See, it's different when you broke. I I never will see myself buying a bottle out anywhere. Mm. Cuz I just I feel like it's a uh, my logical brain can't won't let me do it. Like if, a, I, if I know a bottle is $40 and you want me to pay 400 or like even 100 in my mind, I'm like, how can I justify this? Yeah, it's a terrible business decision. I've done it multiple times, but it's just been a, like a spur of the moment. Like, hey, we need a bottle. I'd much rather get a bottle than like seven or eight drinks. And I'm paying the same. It's going to be the same amount. So, fact, yeah, it, it's just but then when you share the bottle, it's it's different. You're not even getting that much liquid. You gotta share the bottle. Not when you're a quick drinker. When you're a quick drinker, you you tapping at least two two thirds of that bottle. <laughs> See, that's why you had to stop because it's <laughs> got the <to> race. <laughs> Y'all better get it. While I'm-, <laughs> I'm about to fund this shit up, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis said they weren't going to leave their kids their fortune because they didn't want them to be. Spoiled and entitled, so they were going to donate their two hundred and seventy-five million dollar fortune to charity. Oh, 
Yeah, this is this has happened before. Bill Gates and Melinda Gates said the same thing. They they said they're gonna donate uh most, if not all, their fortune to charity. Um Oh that's hate. That's hate, right? I, I see it's both ways. Like it, it makes it makes no sense to me as their child. I was you gonna give other people handouts and not me. Uh, but then again, from their perspective, I also see like if if I come into whatever what a billion two two three four billion dollars, and I know it's coming to me, I'm not doing shit with my life. That's fair. Okay, what? Why do you have to do shit with your life? Because what you here for? Money, go, money gonna come and go. I mean, you know, you can't die with money. No, you can't. But can't you live? Can you just enjoy living? You, you can. It makes you more comfortable. Like you, all your bills can be paid, but you could be a miserable person, and you could just be a scumbag and shit like that. So I think they want to prevent that. It's a lot. Of, I mean, it's a tell oldest time of the person is just wealthy and spoiled and. Um, just becomes a scumbag. Just like they, money defines them, and you know they or they just doing a whole bunch of drugs, liquor, partying, and really don't have no real meaning of life. And I think as a parent, you would want to avoid that for your children too. Like you would want them to live fulfilled lives and stuff out and and have a meaning outside of just being rich. I feel like you can do that without saying I'm gonna give away all this money. Like if you if if my, if my parents had we're gonna give away all two hundred seventy five of our million, I, I, why? Like why would I keep rocking with you? <laughs> That's real shit. <laughs> like I see what type of time you're on, so I might as well like beat beat you to it. But you you also got to think that they've provided a, an excellent life for you. Like you get you went to the best schools. Uh, growing up as a kid, you've probably had the best toys and best uh, whatever you wanted. Like they've mm-hmm. provided you a great life. Like you can't discount that just because as an adult, I don't hand you money when I pass away. I, I feel I like I can, know, bro. That shit makes me like I'm literally my skin is boiling thinking about this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if I'm if I'm uh, if I have some. If my parents are that rich and you really not gonna leave me with anything, that's no, nah, come on. Ah, nah, See, and, and it's definitely because there are tears to making sure your kids aren't like entitled rich assholes. Mm-hmm. The solution, like you could if you want to say, or right, you get um what is it, like trust funds, like you can give them a little bit of bread like here and there, like ask once they reach a certain age, like then they can get it. Cause you can't like not do shit for 25 years just because you think you won't get like, I don't know, 20 million when you're 55. Like you got to find a way to sustain it. But to just be like, you're not going to get shit. It's just like, you're just throwing me to the wolves. Don't force me to go get it out the mud. I mean, is it really out the mud though? It ain't like, they were like, Hey, we going to Harvey and you got to grow up in Harvey. They grew up in Bel Air and all different types of shit where they already have a step up in life. Yeah. But you don't know where I'm going to end up at. Like if you you could die and like shit can just go terrible, and then I have no resources. Yeah, and we acting like they're gonna die like super early. Like by the time they pass away, most likely because they're rich and they can afford like top quality healthcare, the kids are gonna be in their sixties or seventies or fifties. 
I will still be upset. Yeah, no, I got kids. I'll be upset because no, I got kids. Yeah. Instead of instead of I could I could take that bread and leave it to help my kids and then my kids' kids, but now you giving it away some randos. <laughs> but you didn't earn it. Like, why are you mad that you uh, for some money you didn't earn? I, I feel like you kind of earned it because you like I feel being born to a billionaire and and like multimillionaires, you won the lottery, so you should yeah. be able to be like you deserve all the perks you get from. <laughs> Being mm-hmm. that one nut that was okay, born right, to a right. billionaire and a million, like that's huge. Say you say somebody's parents said we're going to take our full retirement fund, everything that we saved up, whatever's left of it, we're in our will. We're just going to give it away to charity. I'd be like, nah, just like I me. Yeah, I, that's no. That's something to really be angry about. Like it's not your money you didn't really work for, but it's like what what are we doing here? Because usually that's the only time. Families, I would say, especially some, I don't want to say all black families, but when somebody dies, that's when like you really can sometimes, if you're lucky, get that influx of cash that you normally don't hey, get. This is how sick. Niggas get a PPP off death. And when, when I say luckily, I just mean, uh, luckily, I'm, I'm, I mean by like not every family is capable to when you die, like leave things behind. So you kind of are lucky if your parents are able to have a 401k or retirement or things like or life insurance. Yeah, substantial enough to where even when they're gone, like things can be there's something left to give or leave besides like a house that might still have like a mortgage on it. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. It's just, you know, uh, it has to come to a point where you you I think your your goal as a parent is to be able to raise your kids where they're able to survive in this world. Uh we're the only people that feel like I mean only like species that feel like you have to keep raising your kids all the way through death. Um, you think you think like a lion and shit like that, or a bird or something? Don't like don't that. No, 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 no. Look at don't, don't, don't compare us to lions and birds. We're, bro, hey, don't, bro, don't, we're animals. Don't have jobs. No, animals are homeless. We're animals, bro. Hold on. <laughs> let me let me explain. once that bird is ready to leave the nest, they push their ass out and they probably never see them again in life. Like, hey, man, we the only people that be like, I'm 40 years old, my mama still got to take care of me and shit. I'm like. No, like to, you, we brought you into this world to teach you how to be a successful human being, and from there, you know, of course, we have more. We're a more intelligent species, so we build bonds and things like that that last longer. But it has to come to a point where we just like, I did my job, bro. Here's the point. I, this is where I'll counter. As a parent, your job is never over to you in the dirt. And even when you were in the dirt, you you would hope that you could still provide because I feel like as a as a as a child, it's not really right for your parents to say, like, I've done all that I can do for you now because you're an adult when I don't want to be like you brought me here, but you brought me here. You shouldn't feel like there's a cutoff date for providing or being there or doing something of significance just because I reached a certain age limit when like you brought me here. I mean, but that's just a, that's just a statement that you can use for anything. Can you go to your, your parents and be like, Hey, give me some money and it, and then make them feel bad if they don't have it or can't do it because they brought you there. No, you at, at a certain point, you got to stand on your own too. 
You can't keep using that as a, a reason why they should do something for you. Um, I, no, I don't feel like it's an obligation. Like, I don't think you shouldn't, as you get older and you become an adult, you should not be using your parents as a bank or you should not be using them, like get asking for money and things of that nature. But I do also feel like it doesn't, at no point should they feel like we no longer have to help or contribute to things that you may want to do financially if we can oh, just that, because I, you're yeah, i don't have no problem with that I, I think that your parents should always you know be there to help and stuff like that but it's the difference between helping and caring and i think that when we look at trying to get a whole bunch of money off somebody that's just caring see i would say it's just helping because we you know a whole you know money can help a lot so it's not like necessarily going to carry you it can just help put even if you are in a good position, it could help put you in a better position. It could help you put someone else in a better position. Unfortunately, money goes a long way. And money is the one thing that once you die, it's the only so singular way that you can continue to help your kids, your kids, kids, or anybody who you might have cared about. Boy, I can't wait to play this for your kids. They're going to they hit the lick on you. <laughs> I do hope that at some point I I'm lucky enough to be able to be in a position where it's like, if I do, I can, you know, leave my kids some bread or if they need something, even as an adult, it's like, here goes some bread. Cause you want, you know, you need to get a whip or here goes some bread. So y'all can get a house. Like, I think that's something that we, as we get older, I think we all somewhat aspire to be able to do is to kind of have that, access to cash and funds to where you are able to live comfortable for yourself, but you can still continue to take care of your kids and those, you know, the ones that you care about. And it might not be as frequent as getting an allowance every week. Um, but the amount of money that you are able to, to kind of help ease their burden, because I mean, we, you know, like buying your first house, buying any house, you know, going through your twenties, thirties, even your forties, like it's difficult. You always kind of appreciate some added help. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like I w- would hope that I can do that. I think that ideally that's the goal to be able to live comfortably and provide some type of, you know, funds to make their transition into adulthood and being an adult and, you know, obtaining the things that they need to somewhat easier. You seen that girl that was taking her herself out on like dates and shit. Like cloud is the hell of a drug, bro. And intention is the hell of a drug. I thought she was just a loser. Like it's a, it's. I think it's a difference between <laughs> what. It's a difference between clout and being a loser. Oh shit! I don't even. And, I'm not familiar with this girl. She she's taking herself out on dates for what? And she's a content creator, so she she has like this TikTok of her. Um, going on like multiple little place, going to multiple places. Like they went. Uh, well, she went axe throwing. Um, and that's how they found out she was taking herself out on dates because um, on both of her turns, like it, it said player one on the screen and then she did the X and then it said player two and she did the X again. So they was like, all right, you're, <laughs> you're clearly on a date by yourself, bro, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. If you want to take yourself out on a date and do a self date, do that. But don't try to create content. Uh, I don't know, man. No, honestly, you can create you can create you can create like self-date content but she was like two dates in one day 
Yeah. That's what her content was. Like the first one, then she went hack storing and then she went to dinner. Mm. And then like, like making up stuff that he ordered and stuff like it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that is loser behavior, bro. But but also, yeah, like clicks is is currency. That's that's the number one currency right now. If you can get that attention and turn it into something, people want it. I'm I'm honestly terrified about that. Like it's going to be like if this is what the internet is now, like and even with like I feel disconnected from like Discord and I'm just tapping into Reddit for real, for real. But it's like it's certain levels to the internet. Like 10 years from now, like having kids. Like, how do you prevent them from, like, how do you inspire a different perspective other than what's already going on of, you know, getting into your phone and creating all this content and trying to be popular on, like, through the apps? Like, I don't feel like it's not built like that. Like, I feel like we're, I mean, because we're both relatively all kind of low on the internet to some regard. Like, we don't overshare too much, not like doing day by days, get ready with me, all that type of shit. Mm. Like, it's not too many people who feel who lean more to that side like that's how they move you really i think the main thing is it's just like we teach kids like movies and music all this that shit is entertainment and stuff like that you have to teach people that the internet is the internet like it's not a real place you live in reality and root you have to really ask your kids to root themselves in reality because at the end, the internet is a place where people can live these false lives, uh, tell these false narratives, and just be something that they're not. And if we get caught up in that world, it warps your mind, it warps your insecurities, it warps all that stuff to thinking that this is the way the world is when it's not. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime you are super popular on the internet, you have a, yes, you have a group of people that love and adore you and, and communicate with you and do all that stuff. But you also have this sector of people that just waiting on you to fail. You also have this section of people that's waiting to argue with you all the time and waiting to shit on your insecurities and things like that. And that's that's not a world I want to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been pleasure mapped? Oh, man, you're gonna have to explain that one. Don't you don't want to explain that? <laughs> um, pleasure, man. I was watching a I was watching an interview on a podcast, and a woman was like breaking down pleasure mapping with your partner, and I guess it's where y'all uh take a do a session where y'all find out like exactly different like pleasure points of y'all bodies, um how y'all like to be touched or uh pleased in different places. Um, and I think this is beneficial for our relationship. So I'm saying, trying to see if niggas no. ever took the time to do this. Fuck no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't like when when um, things like that turn into homework. Like, <laughs> 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 that, that's when I'm turned off. I'm, I'm good, man. I don't even want to do this shit no more. Because no, yeah, okay. like it's it's how do you build the natural like build that natural intimacy for that. Yeah, it the way she was making the scene, like she said, that they were like sitting like a couple feet apart, and then she would touch like different parts of her body, and like the guy would watch how she reacted to different uh, parts <laughs> being touched and different things like that. Nigga taking notes and shit. <laughs> Armpit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, upper labia. Okay, let's see. I gotta focus more on there. <laughs> 
That's some nut shit, man. I'm sorry. That's uh, I'm never doing that. That's that's not happening. We we pleasure mapping in 2023, bro. Get with it or get lost. <laughs> nah, you know what's gonna be crazy? That their body gonna start looking like when uh they're getting uh like a BBR liposuction. You gotta put X in certain areas and circles. You gotta get a marker. <laughs> X here. <laughs> Touchdown. Man, I'm I'm just picturing uh niggas that do this with a girl, like going going on a double date and they explain explaining pleasure mapping to the other couple. <laughs> he got like one of those old school treasure maps and shit. <laughs> he roll it out on the table. <laughs> His kneecaps get really aroused. <laughs> Hey, hey, you ain't got to be telling people this. <laughs> that shit look like a uh, one of them weather maps on TV when they show precipitation and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> <They got> 70. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's nasty. Hey, man, but learn your partner, man. Earn and learn time, bro. You know, I think it's better ways to do it than that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I guess if you want a pleasure map, man, go ahead and do it, dog. Mm-hmm. Learn your partner. Um. Mm. Um, Eva Marcel, um, we know Eva from the the modeling show. What's the modeling show? America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's on one of those housewife shows too now. Um, I guess her and her husband. Well, she filed from for divorce from her husband. Her husband said he's not going, man. Um, <laughs> he's gonna, you know, he's trying to win her back, and he's gonna do whatever he needs to win her back. What's the line uh that you have to tell with this? Like, how do you make sure that you don't go over that line of being like weird and stalkerish versus trying to get your wife back? That that's a tough line because if she don't want to talk to you, any yeah. message you're sending is crossing a line. Yeah, I was I was gonna say I don't know if there really is a line to cross. Like, it's just you can do it or you can't. Like at some point, if once you have to stop, you just kind of gotta stop. Like if you, you invite be- her to dinner and she was like, "Hell no, nigga!" Like, what's the re- what's the response to that? Damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, so nah. If you, if you try to invite her to dinner and she says, "Hell no," nah, then you the only way that you can kind of save yourself is, um, can I at least order you some dinner? That's the only way to save face. But she said, "Hell fucking out of that." <laughs> My new nigga bringing those. Stuff. <laughs> you I mean, at that point, you you gotta go cry. Yeah, it's a wrap. I think, uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's a really good question because, and I'm not promoting it, but sometimes crossing that line could get you a W. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Some it's sometimes. Sometimes crossing what line can get you with that? It's been plenty of stories of women explaining how this man went all all out to win them back. And yeah, some like, of that behavior is crossing the line. Yeah, like whenever someone says, I don't want you to talk to me again, please stop talking to me. And you still reach out, you're crossing a line. And sometimes they get them back. Uh, okay, here's my... Here. I don't know if you ever do you ever want them back? Like, is it ever worth getting them back? As a man? If you love them, yes. It depends. It, I feel like it depends on what the reason was for the ending. Yes. If you Sometimes cheated, no. It, if she's angry enough to not want to fuck with you, it might 
even if you get her back, there's a chance that whatever you did isn't it's never going away. Yeah. Yeah, it's situational. I'm trying to think of something that would because some things could maybe it was just a misunderstanding. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you would want somebody who's gonna cut you off for a misunderstanding. Sometimes if you love a person enough, you're willing to take uh, 60 to 70% of that relationship versus 0% of that relationship. Mm. So you're willing for to deal with them being angry or bringing that shit up all the time in order just to be with them. Nah. Nah. I feel like that's a... Nah. I, I don't feel like I could live like that. Yeah, you probably couldn't, but people do it all the time. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, 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 that's, that's crazy. That, that's, that's honestly... Because I don't know how you navigate through that dysfunction. Because it's it's one of those conversations where it just never goes away. Yeah, but you got to think at that point, people married for years and people been in relationships for years. They so ingrained in their life, they can't vision life without them. I think they're just more afraid of having to like date again. Yeah, I mean, that too. That That's a part of it. Like you don't want to, you've been with this person and they've been you know, like y'all, y'all lives have been intertwined for all these years. You don't want to go out and have to restart this process of having to learn how to trust them, having to learn them and put up with the, the negatives about that person and stuff like that. You already didn't dampen your palate to deal with the person you was dealing with in the first place. Now you got to learn like, to put up with another person. That's crazy. I feel like doing that, you, that's laziness. That's not really love, though. It's part of love to me. It could be. It's a. It's. I think it's a little, little bit of both. Yeah. If you if you're fighting hard to keep what whatever you can hold on for what's left because you don't want to go out and try to start over again, like it can it can be. But it's most that sounds mostly like laziness, I guess. Like it might be some love in there, but it just seems kind of lazy. It's it's um, you know, it's just being afraid. I can see, especially if you're older, or it's hate. I don't think it's hate. I think it's, I think it's no, being afraid it can, of the unknown. It could like, be hate. Yeah, people be afraid of dying alone. That's facts. I'm just saying it could be hate because you don't want to see them with somebody else. So regardless of how they're responding to the situation, you might only get 50% of them back, you feel, but you still don't want them to have 100% of somebody else. That's hate. That could play a part. As I get older, I once I break up with a girl, I rarely see them ever again in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna unfollow you or block you, whatever I need to do, and I'm not gonna see you out in the same places. It's just too many places out here. So it's you're just reporting like, that page? No, I ain't gonna report that page. I ain't no hater like that. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna see you ever again. So it don't it don't really matter to me, bro. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to ask because uh, you know I I want people to be safe and I don't want people to get in like no dangerous activity or like dangerous love type thing but I've seen stories where women want you to fight for the or men you know I'm not trying to make this a gender thing but they want you to fight for the love and how do you toe that line between fighting for love and being dangerous and being (laughs) (laughs) like it's like weird like toxic behavior Mm -hmm. yeah I know if she if she gets her new nigga to come talk to you or she calls the cops, just stop, please. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it ending. Fighting fighting for love is complicated. It's, it's I feel especially as a man. 
I don't know. Are women really like having to go through two extremes to fight for love? I'm trying to think of a story. Yeah. Uh, now nah, women will do some. They'll do some shit too. It's, it's been plenty they'll, of niggas that took women back when they cheated. They just don't tell. Is that what he meant? I think that that that'll be a situation where you got the woman has to fight to get your love back. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's a tough fight. Mm. Yeah. I feel, man. I feel like it's really not that hard. The fighting doesn't really work, and when once you value, like, you kind of figure out yourself. So a woman cheat on you, you so it's a wrap. So yeah, I'm, I feel like I you. It don't even got to be cheating for real, for real. It's just <laughs> what the, what. I'm 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 listen. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. It's certain you gotta. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've learned um, certain things that I might not have left. Certain things that I might have let fly before, they not flying no more. Like I've I think as I've gotten older, I've learned to establish or have certain boundaries that I know like, all right, these are things where if this line is crossed, there's no coming back from it. And it might not be a big thing or or it might not appear as a big thing, but to me, it's like, I'm not, I'm not about to play. Like you can play with me, but I'm not about to play with me. <laughs> all right. What's, what's like, give us one line that you like, nah, it's we done. That's not cheating. Um, I have a couple. Um, oh, shit. shit. What's 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 a big one? Disrespected mama. Uh, no, I will. Okay, all right. This, 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 um, I mean, I think like if you are if you get upset and you don't know how to if you talk to me crazy when you're upset, you don't even have mm-hmm. to be yelling. But if you can, when you're angry, you feel like you have to say hurtful things. I'm 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 not. I, I don't really need an explanation on why you did it. I'm just not here for it. So you, so you'd be out, like, out. like, like you hear a, a slick oh, "fuck you, nigga." <laughs> like under breath. <laughs> that's that's low. That's light, bro. You gonna get a yeah, "fuck it, you, it, nigga." It's not. It's not like a "fuck you," but you know, it's something that they are. You know that they're saying because they want to hurt. You. It's going to be harmful. Yeah, they want to hurt you. Like things like that. It's like it's not. There is no coming back from. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It's like it's. You even if you meant it, you didn't mean it. You knew what you were saying, what you were when you said it. And even if you didn't, you should have thought about what you were saying when you were saying it. Like call it, like calling you a bitch or you, your dick game week. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, exactly. Okay, like um, so I, I this I don't know if this spoiler. Alert. Um, I caught up on Love Is Blind this weekend, and at one point Jackie told Marshall to boss up mm. and be more aggressive. Hmm. That is, I don't, I don't see that know that's a, you, you would call that a uh, uh, not, it, no. I'm I'm just using that loosely. I'm not going to provide the full context of it, but I feel like being told to like boss up and be more of a man is just kind of one of those things. Like if this is how you feel, now granted things can get worse than that when you kind of have those conversations. But I feel like if you try to be harmful and be hurtful with your words, like telling a man to boss up, like you. <laughs> You're kind of intentionally trying to put me down and make me seem like I'm not man enough. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's not really what you said; it's the intention that are is behind the words and what you're saying. It's just certain shit. It's like I don't, I don't need to deal with this. 
Yeah. I can understand that because I mean any any woman that I'm with that tells me to be more of a man, I don't I don't see myself uh dating them anyway. Because if we're dating or we're in a serious relationship and they can't see how I'm taking care of my business as a man, um, then I mean why are we dating? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel like I have to like macho up to be with somebody. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to feel secure in your relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they getting cheated on. That's usually when that when that stuff happens. When when a person doesn't feel secure in their relationship, that's when they start wilding. Yeah. So, but no, it's just certain shit where it's like you got to have these. I feel like if you have these personal boundaries, where it's like these are the three, four, however many things, like you just you have to be reasonable. But it's like I'm not going to compromise on them because it's like I'm not about to deal with everything that comes with it, it makes it just so much easier to be like, you know what, never mind. Yeah, and I think some, so so many people are afraid to be alone where they 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 willingly compromise their values and the things they hold, you know, sacred to themselves. It's just like, mm-hmm. bro. Like, I mean, because we're taught, like, you have to fight in relationships and relationships are hard and it takes this patience and all of this type of shit where it I mean it's true but I think with that there has to still come some kind of be of like respect and you have to have standards and boundaries for like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable regardless of all that's with that all that shit that's going on mm-hmm. uh we don't have to spend a lot of time on this I actually just want to yes or no on this but uh uh, they produce. Uh, they have the. I guess they have locked away somewhere the the DNA of woolly mammoths. And this week, no. they, they <laughs> you seen the story? No, I didn't. But wherever you talk about woolly mammoths, my answer is automatically. <laughs> you talking about DNA? No, no. Hey, bro. They they replicated the DNA for the woolly mammoth to make meatballs. Would y'all Ooh. would y'all eat woolly mammoth meatballs? For sure. Serve them bitches up. <laughs> I'm about to. Nigga. All right, would you eat? Would you eat deer? No. Yeah, I would. You know, deer. I would. It, would it depends you, how they dress. It. How how they dress it up? All right. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't be eating woolly mammoth, but you wouldn't eat deer. I actually you, uh, think that they don't let people eat it because they said it might be some proteins from back then that our bodies have uh haven't we don't have immunity to because we have evolved so much. So oh, I don't damn, think we can eat okay. it. Yeah, my oh, bad. No, my no. <laughs> they got me. I no <laughs> I fucking turned it to a <laughs> saber two <Amen>. tires. <laughs> Front two teeth just grow hella long out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, Start building shit. wheels and shit. <laughs> You definitely get mad, Harry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah, no, no eating the Willie Man with me, boss. Pause. Uh, Damn. So, so but, wait. So y'all really wouldn't eat deer? No, nigga. That shit got hit by a Rav Four, bro. I'm not eating no damn deer. We don't know where that shit came from. It's too yeah, many deers on the wanna, side of the road. I don't know if I want to eat deer. I eat some alligator or um, y'all. Yeah. What's, what's some weird some shit deer. I eat? Some rabbit, Buffalo. maybe. Would you eat a raccoon? Hell no. Hell no. I'm not, I'm not doing that, man. Would you eat a squirrel? Nah. 
the way Shannon was making that shit seem, he, he said you put some celery, some bell peppers on that shit, some, put some gravy. That shit is amazing. But that nigga was eating squirrel. Yeah, growing up, mm-hmm. he said he eat squirrel, raccoon, uh, all all that shit. Nigga. <laughs> I respect Shannon ultimately, but that's some extreme poor shit, man. You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that shit wasn't good, brother. <laughs> that, that was all you had to eat, man. Come on. Hey, both uh, of, both of the brothers made it to the NFL, so that might be the key. Time. Yeah, I gotta find a secret. Yeah. I ain't need that. Um. Oh, did y'all see about the um stripper in the suite at the Bulls game? <laughs> I seen that, that shit. shit. So, you know, Bro, it's only one person to blame, man. Y'all let that nasty, grimy ass nigga from the West Side get signed to the team. Now all of a sudden, this bullshit happened. <laughs> now look, I knew something was gonna happen like this, but hey, it is what it is. It's what y'all get. Yeah, them niggas getting investigated. We was making it rain on fans and shit, and I'm pretty sure that they, I mean, having a stripper around kids is illegal. So, um. I don't know that that that's just ignorance, bro. Like, why 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 are you doing this, dog? What are you proving here? Yeah, <laughs> dog. If I brought my kid to the game and I'm getting rained on, and I'm feeling away, man. <laughs> I'll definitely get the money, but it's like, dog, you you ruined. You my can't experience. say I would definitely get the money. <laughs> I would. I'm not, I'm picking up every dollar that lands on me, but you you ruining this experience for me, man. It's, it's crazy because to me, my my biggest issue was they 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 had the like the 800 level suite like you sh- you can't have your seats that high and try to make it right <laughs> uh speaking of nba man they got a new cba in place that well they agreed to a new cba uh which is a collective bargaining agreement for the nba which pretty much for the people that don't know sets in place a lot of different either rule changes or contract structure changes just different things that are going to guide the rules going forward in the next few years. Um, it's always the contract between the, the players and the owners. Um, for some of the big rule changes where it's a 65 game minimum. So players have to play at least 65 games to be named to things like MVP, all NBA awards, defensive player of the year, things like that awards. Um, how do you feel about that first and foremost? I, I don't like fair. it. I don't. I feel like it's too many games. Look, sixty-five is a lot of games. Yeah, I, I I would be cool with fifty. Fifty is the majority of the season, but um, it allows for you know if you got a little nagging injury, you sit out mm-hmm. a couple games, um, or you you got to take a couple weeks off. Then man, that's cool. I don't know. I kind of like I kind of like the 60 because I feel like durability is is a part of how good your season went. And even though that's luck, it's it's a part of it. And to be able to play a majority of the season should go into who gets named to those teams and who gets those awards. But now that they want to do it's now positionless and they just going to take the best players who play 62, 65 games. It's a little weak to me. Uh. I'm kind of cool with it. Fifty doesn't, because that's a little over half. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know if I could just. I, I know there's some uh, like outliers with that, but rewarding a nigga that you know just pretty much played part time just feels off to me. 
I, I'll I'll take it like this. Do you feel like Steph should be all NBA this year? He's gonna play fifty seven games. I'd have a problem with that, to be honest. He missed a lot of games. He had a great season, but I don't know if he deserves to be. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm he's thirty seven and yeah. six on the fifty. He's flirting with fifty forty ninety club. I'll say this. I would do that rule for first team. I feel like Steph not getting a third or second team is a little wild. Like, if he needs 65 games, I feel like that the 65-game requirement, make that first team. For second, third team, I'm cool with that. Okay. And I then see him getting third. We also go back to bronze MVP season, 2012. He, he played, what, 55 games, 56 games, something like that? He wouldn't get MVP that year. When he was clearly Wait, the MVP of the year, Lee. The two the 2012? Yeah, 2012 season. He played how many games? It was like 57, maybe 60 or something like that. Hold on. 62 games. So he, he just missed it. Yeah, I don't... Wait, hold on. That wasn't... uh, That wasn't lockout year, right? No. Nah. 2012? I know one of those years in Miami was a lockout year where they didn't play as many games. Oh, wait, you might be right. You might be right. That's different. If if, if it's not a full season, I've because I've, 62 just seems weird for Bron. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, my bad. It was 66 game season. So, yeah, yeah okay, okay see, that makes nah. sense then, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess, I guess so. But I, I feel like... I don't know, man. 50, 65 seems like a lot. Of, what you missing for 17? You can only miss 17 games? I don't think that's a lot of games, to be honest, man. And then you look back on it, it's people's career shifted by that. If you look at AD, he has what, four seasons he played 65 games? In his whole career, he's been in the league for one of, how much now? Like nine seasons, 10 seasons now? And, but I also feel like that's been a knock on him. Like if if you're injury prone, that is going to be a knock on how people view your career. If you can't stay on the floor, like AD is crazy talented, but like people look into that shit. Mm. I don't I don't know if I'm really mad at it. I don't know, man. Uh, all right, man. Let's get into music. We had a big music week this week. A lot of different projects mm-hmm. came out. Um, where we want to start at this week, man? I want to start here. Cause we we just kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, um, the 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 new Chloe album. Did did any of y'all give it a listen? I did. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about how you feel about it? Or you want me to talk about how I feel about it first? Um, I guess. I didn't listen to it. My feelings are more so around the shock of it seeming like it just showed up in my phone. I know I, know I kind of talked about it earlier with the lack of support from Beyonce. And you spoke about kind of the minimal rollout and not going on Breakfast Club and um, doing the lotto thing. Uh, so I guess, how did the music sound to you? Not good. It's, it's, it, it wasn't good it, it sounded forced um, My first like kind of I mean we've been hearing different songs We heard the Chris Brown song on there The Pray It Away I heard Which I didn't really mind on the album 
I think those are the two I kept on there. And it's like uh, another song called In Pieces and I Don't Mind It, I kept. Um, but the majority of it was, um, f- it sounds like forced, toxic relationship music. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, you can be young and talk about love. And talk about having good times. You could talk about heartbreaking and all that shit. I'm not saying you, you can't do that. But just judging off the song she has a future. I don't know if y'all saw her perform that on Jimmy Kimmel. I already knew what I was getting into when I heard this album. I was like, this doesn't sound like Chloe to me, bro. It sounded like somebody told her, like, this the this is a song you need to capture today's audience. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work. It's like called like cheat back or something like that. Where yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's just not good. Yeah. I've seen it. Because um, listen, I'm going to listen to a future song, but I don't like songs where I already know what it's about just from the title of the song. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right. I, like, I already know what I'm going to get with this. And I know how, you know, she'd be a little extra with it. I'm like, I, I don't even feel like listening to it. But l- learning that she was homeschooled, that kind of, you know, I understand her more. How? Because I can see how she just didn't go through like real high school shit. And she's kind of going through it all right now in front of the public eye. I can see how it could look a little awkward and a little like, you know, just not natural because she hasn't really gone through a lot of stuff. She's been protected from things. So for her to do this all out in the open, I can see how it could look away. Mm-hmm. I kind of said it. I kind of get it, I guess. I don't know if I... I don't know what kind of difference it made. I, I feel like she's had a platform and... Been, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I didn't listen to the music. I know it's not really for me. I just think if you look at where how they originally came out and where she is now... And it seemed like before there was a lot of thought, consideration and care given into them, maybe so given their age, but how they were treated, their treatment, how they were rolled out, what they were doing. And all it just seems like it's just gone now. And it's just like a like a clusterfuck. Yeah, I mean, their vibe of their music is different, completely different from the vibe of this music. It seems like somebody just took her in a whole different direction than what she's supposed to do. And people keep like people were bucking back saying that she's young. She doesn't have that emotional experience yet or that relationship experience. But you have young people that have written amazing albums being young. Adele was 19 when she wrote 19. Like, and I, I mean, of course, Adele is like generational. I'm not trying to compare the two, but you you can write off experience as as a young woman. I think what, Chloe, 24? It's just mm-hmm. like, it, there, uh, there should be somewhat something there. And it's, it's also R&B. Like, R&B doesn't have to be everything about you. Mm-hmm. What, did the album sound cohesive? It just didn't sound good at all. I, I didn't like it at all. I, I, it's like I said, I, I can deal with how does it feel with the Chris Brown song, the Pray It Away. I didn't mind at all. Um, and it's like two other songs on there, but outside of that, it just it did not. It just sound forced and like let me show let me show you my booty music. <laughs> I don't know if I should have said that, but that's what it sounded like. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, the whole the cheat pack song is. I don't know. It's it's. I think it's weird because it's. They seem to have. They came off initially so. I don't want to say sweet, mm. but kind and innocent. And then it's just like everything is now cheat back and this and that. It's kind of like where, where's this energy coming from? It, you, it doesn't seem a little. It's like it's like the issue with Carl Anthony Towns. Like he's a good basketball player, but he does nut ass shit. And it's like this. Just be yourself. Like this. What what you're doing isn't you. Everything you do seems forced, so therefore it seems corny. Therefore, you seem like a loser. That's, that's like, a it, perfect it's, comparison, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, tell it that nigga Carl to be himself. <laughs> Talking your real voice, nigga. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's facts though. Cause that's the weirdest thing he does is when he tries to use the deep voice in uh his interviews and shit. <laughs> that's the weirdest shit. Bro, just talk in your regular voice, bro. Oh man. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Yeah, so uh but no, that's a good point, bro. It's just you I'm not telling her to make like she gotta be like, I'm having a great relationship. Like singing shit like that, but it's you don't have to sing about like fucking other niggas to get back at your man and it doesn't seem like you have that vibe and that that doesn't seem like you bro like mm-hmm. we like monica because of her authenticity like we like a certain and it's, it's the same thing with sierra right now sierra trying to make single fuck that nigga music when she's in a, a happy relationship with russell wilson yeah hey, i got theories about that i don't think it's happy and i've been feeling that way for a while why do you feel that way? The way she was like um, when 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 women start like dropping them picks and y'all know what picks I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They looking for something. I I don't want to hear anything that she says. I don't it, you can say it's a rollout, it can say it's just for her. No, it's not. It's not always just for them. She's proving a point. Something happened. I, I don't want to speak on that because I, you know how it is when you're speaking on that shit. So, oh, they, they gonna come for me? They gonna come for you, bro? <laughs> Ready? Bronco County. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Man, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe uh, is it Holly? I, don't, I keep forgetting how to pronounce her name. Haley. Haley or Holly? Maybe Haley was writing all the shit. And Chloe just was like, hold on, man. Where's the freak shit? We need to turn this up. <laughs> Where's the She's freak like, shit? <laughs> 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 she was just holding that shit for her album, man. <laughs> Where's the freak shit? <laughs> She's like, I gotta carry this shit over. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. No, but yeah, it's, I don't like shit on her either because I like her as a person. Um, so I'm just hoping she gets with better team. It's like Normani when she was first doing her solo shit. Um, I was like, bro, like Normani just got to give with some better writers or something that really see it for her, really see the vision for her. And then she dropped this song with Cardi and it worked. And I don't know what's the next step, but it needs to be something, I guess. Um, but yeah, I hope the same for Chloe. What benefit is it to be signed to Beyonce if... Beyonce is not giving you any type of promotional push. Uh, you, there, there was never, 
the, anytime there was an MMG drop, Ross is gonna hashtag Wingstop. He's gonna hashtag the artist. He's gonna hashtag the album. He's gonna promote the album anytime he's out, anytime he's somewhere. That um, what is it? I don't remember what the what the label is called, but they only have three artists: Beyonce, Chloe, and Halle. I don't feel like there's any excuse to not support when that's kind of what you're there for. I can't find fault mm-hmm. in anything you're saying. Yeah. Um, True. But I, I guess more so for me, this stemmed from, I just connected because with this Chloe album, like I, there's no excuse for her not to have gave given some promotional push behind this. Yeah, she could have yeah. dropped a, 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 a screenshot of the album or something. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. She could have put a screenshot of a screenshot on her Instagram. It'll be, it would have been more than what she has done or from what you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's a, a legit criticism. Um, uh, Yeah, I can see what you're saying right. about that. Um, we also got a Larry June and Alchemist album. Um, how it's called the Great Escape. The Great Escape, man. How'd y'all feel about this? I felt good. It, it was pretty much everything you kind of expected. Um, like Don mentions, like you know what you kind of gonna get from Larry June. Mm-hmm. So there is never really uh, you feel like you're, it's gonna be a waste. The music is pretty much consistent. The content is consistent. The beats are, you know, you know, you know where you want to play it, how you want to play it. Um, so yeah, I was I was pretty pleased. Okay. Don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. And I think to me, this is probably gonna be one of my favorite projects from him. And I think, you know, that comes from the Alchemist part of it. Because I think Alchemist killed it. Yeah, he did. Like every beat on here was crazy. And it was good to hear like Larry on some of you know the beats that he's usually not on. Um and then everything else that was catered to him, it, it just it worked well. I, I, it was really good. I really liked it. And, and now I know uh, why C's had a beef with that Big Sean shit because he was low key flowing decent, and then mm. that nigga ruined it. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> he, he ruined it. At first, I was like, "Damn, this is the shot I want to hear." But I really liked it. I, I, I think it's great uh, from the first track down to fifteen. Yeah, same. I didn't delete any songs. I thought it was really good. Um, it wouldn't be my favorite uh, Larry June album out of all of them. I think the last one was probably my favorite. Uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite one. Um, but this has some songs that can go down in like my top maybe five or ten songs. That Ocean Sounds is one of my favorite Larry June songs ever. Uh, Alchemist killed that beat and March's Candy House on that shit. That, that shit was hard too, so. Uh, any standouts for y'all? Any else? Anything else y'all want to talk about on this album? Um, standouts. It was good to hear some from Ty Dolla Sign again on that Summer Rain. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bodie James again, always, always coming through with a solid verse, especially on the Alchemist beat. Him and Alchemist do well together. Um, yeah, I was pretty pleased. Bodie James the- wasn't in that accident, right? That wasn't him, right? Uh, I think it was. Oh damn. Okay. Well, get get better soon. Okay. Damn. All right. Uh, Donald, you didn't have no. Uh, no, y'all said all of them. No, pretty much. But yeah, I with it. Uh, DJ Drama dropped. I'm really like that. Um, a lot of different features as expected. Um, what y'all think about this? One? 
This one surprised me. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was kind of in a good way. Okay. I was I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed kind of this album. So if you were know the old the old kind of Gangsta Grills albums, they were all kind of usually kind of mid. I like the last one. Was it the last one? The that? one with the the wishing song on there? Probably, but it's yeah. But like top to bottom though, they usually just like the singles would go off, but then the other tracks would be kind of like assy. Mm-hmm. That was that's see. the only way that I can put it. Um, let's see, what's his last? Well, the last one was years ago. Yeah, it's 2016 or some shit. Uh, Quality Street Music Two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that had wishing on it, but then. Oh no, that ain't had shit else. Okay. What, what, yeah. what album was I listening to? Uh, Quality maybe Street the first one? one. I think the first Quality Street Music. They had my moment. We in this bitch. Uh. My way with Common and Lloyd and Kendrick Lamar. We in this bitch 1.5 with Drake and Common and my Audemars with Meek, Birdman, and Gucci Man. And so many girls with Wale, Tiger, and Roscoe Dash. Yeah, they had some shit on there. Mm, it was all right. Yeah. So. And the uh, first Gangsta Grills album was, was all right. Remember I thought that, that was the first issue. Nah, the first Gangsta Grills the album in 2009. It's Gangsta Grills, the, the one album, they threw and then Cannon on it. Um, Did they do Cannon, the Cannon remix on there? I think so. Maybe I don't have it on my computer. I have A Town, We Must Be Heard, Love for Money, Daydream and Sweat, Ridiculous, Tip of Love and Smoke. Uh, no, that was Gangsta Grills, the album point two. Oh, oh Gangsta Grills, the album was oh seven. They had taken pictures, Cannon remix. Yeah, Donuts right. Oh, that was the first one was decent. Um, Cannon remix. It had five thousand ones. Oh, the the, okay, yeah, shit, five, yeah, five thousand was that shit. <laughs> the art of storytelling was on there. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, was it, I got a five thousand one. <laughs> looking for the hottest bitch in the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit was hard. I can't lie. Yeah. Shout out to Drama. Willie the Willie the Kid. <laughs> That nigga was ass. He threw this nigga on so many tracks, bro. L.A. the Dark Man. Oh my god, what a shit. Game. L.A. the Dark Man. That's <laughs> a wild day, man. Uh, but yeah, back to this one. Um, what was the standouts? What are your thoughts on it? I thought Tyler killed that first little track. It was a nice the intro. intro. Yeah, yeah. No, he did. He did his thing on the intro. Um. What else was decent? Ray is different. I mean, it was good to get that Nipsey feature. Mm-hmm. Um, that that, that free game. I fuck with the free game. Getting that 4-2. Yeah. That underlay it came was, out a while ago, but that shit, Offset went nuts on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's fast. That shit, Iron Right, I wasn't even mad at with that Boosie and OMBP in trouble. Oh, yeah. We got the Trub. R.I.P. Mm. School, man. Yes. Uh, it was something about that Jack Harlow song that had upset me. Oh, mad. it was when you were talking about he's in Atlanta with Clint Capella. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I, I think I was walking when I heard it. I was like, it's just certain songs, you certain uh, athletes you never expect to hear in songs, and Clint Capella is 100% one of them. Yeah. I wasn't mad at that Jack Harlow. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, that's my only gripe, but yeah, no, it had some shit on it. Don't know what you, what you feel. 
Yeah, no, it was uh, it was cool. It was cool. It didn't uh, go. Uh, I mean, I guess it didn't meet my expectations. I guess because I was just going into this like, all right, there's gonna be some songs on here that I, I might fuck with. Others, I'm not. But for the most part, I kind of messed with it. Um, most of it. Um, I I thought Ti did really good on that shit with Wiz and Simba. Really, it seemed I, like he got his. That shit. <laughs> really, because it. I liked his old voice. It seemed like he was trying to bring his old voice back, so I was kind of cool with that. I think I only skipped that song because I don't like how Simba is spelled. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Just <laughs> give Simba a chance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross did. Uh, Ross snapped on 350. I liked it, even though I don't really like the dude who was singing on the hook. I don't know who the hell that was. Lule or what? Lule? Some shit? Yeah, whoever that was, that he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but I like uh, Raw's verse on there. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to me. Okay, okay. Uh, we have a Tyler the Creator deluxe album. The Call Me If You Get Lost uh, Stay Sale. I've been here. I, I listened to it, but this is the first Tyler the Creator like project I've been hearing good things from most people on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good beats. Know. Good rhymes. It's all. It's it's pretty much all there. I was gonna say like, should we start talking about Tiger? Uh, not Tiger. <laughs> should we stop? Should we start talking about Tyler in the same breath as Cole, Drake, and Kendrick? No, no. And I respect Mount- Tiger. Ty, uh, you got me saying Tiger. I respect Tyler's <laughs> music and his artistic ability. Um, so if you want to compare that to being able to rap well and being such a talented producer in that sense, yes. But as far as being able to make quality music and quality, super amazing albums, I can't put them in that tier yet. Mm, Okay. I I don't know, man. Because I think with this deluxe, because I'm I'm, going to separate it. This deluxe and the last album. Those were top tier rap albums. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and if you look at everything else that he's doing, the he tours like them, he he sells like them, he wins awards like them, and I don't think his rapping is that far off from them. Uh, that's what you lost. I, I'll start with what he dropped. Listening to. This uh, deluxe, this was top tier rapping to me. I, I think okay, it's a difference between being able to rap well and having impactful bars. We, if I tell you the, if I tell you the name of J Cole bar, you can name one. If I tell you the name of Drake bar, you can name one. Um, if I ask you to name a a Tyler Creator bar, can you name one? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> And that's the thing, like it gotta be, and that's the reason why I was, I wouldn't say hating on little baby. It's just saying I was telling niggas to cool it on the little baby talk. It's because yes, he was like, hey, when you say cool it, that's automatically. (laughs) Okay, if you want to call it, it, (laughs) you call it. But I was saying like we haven't seen him really have an impactful bar or anything that you can recite, and that's goes hand in hand in an artist being a mate like super big. I mean, I feel like that's different for different people. If you ask me on the spot to name a bar, I, it would be tough for me. 
But there's like if a song's on, you're gonna recite it. He got some. I feel like Tyler has some bars that will ring off when you hear the song. I, I think like Kendrick, Kendrick, you it would be tough for me. But Kendrick does have that shit. Like I'm not going to re- be able to recite you a Kendrick bar, but I know he got bars that are just you can't recite hit. a Kendrick bar. Not off the top of the. If you ask me to do it off the top of my dome, it will. You would have to give me some time. Like you have to give me like at least thirty seconds, like a minute for me to think of something. This nigga say off the top of my dome. <laughs> I just think that um, Tyler is you. We just appreciate Tyler's sense of crafting music, and yes, he has improved as a rapper, and his his rapping is you know definitely up there now. But I would never. I think it's kind of disrespectful to put him in the same sense as a Drake or a Jay Z or J Cole or Kendrick. Some people that have been over time deliver classic albums with raps. Hmm. I think it's. Too, uh, I, I don't wouldn't even say too early. I don't think he can get to that point. What? I don't. And I love his music. I'm not saying anything, but it's just certain niggas you appreciate for certain things. And he's not one of those people I'm going to appreciate for the bars. Mm, okay. So, but this is a good, a great project and definitely taking continuously taking steps forward. And I really like what he said on his rap caviar, um, a documentary about being a rapper. Like he kind of showed me like the complete opposite side of what Yachty said and he was like yes I I enjoy being a rapper because you know we have rhythm we're able to tell stories and stuff like that so I wish more people would take that stance versus you know I'm a musician because he has a he has claimed to say that that he's a musician that he does all different types of melodies and he produces and he he would be the one where I'm like okay he could say that but he chose to say no I'm a rapper yeah Again, oh, this is I was gonna say this later, but no, shit, yeah, make sure y'all watch that. Uh, did any y'all check that out? I I saw that clip, I didn't see any, I didn't see any of them. Yeah, I got I'm probably gonna check them out later. I, I watched the Tyler one, and it was it was it was pretty cool. I haven't watched uh, any of the others. Oh, the no, other I watched ones the, the young, the city girls, city one. girls one. So, yeah. Hey, you have to watch watching that one, it made it made me get some laughs because they'd have moments where they like pull up quote unquote hate tweets. And I would hate to be just casually watching this at home and see my like my tweet pop up, and now I'm known like on the dock as a hater because <laughs> uh, they have a whole Roddy Rich episode, and he was going in on when he like dropped his last album, and they just have a whole bunch of tre- uh, tweets about this is ass. <laughs> um, and then they go over when he dropped that little snippet, and everybody was like, "Nah, this still ain't it." So he's like, "I got off the internet." Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, had a right. coil, that on the Coil Ray episode, somebody they popped up a tweet talking about this shit dumpster juice. <laughs> Wait, Coy got an episode? It's it's um Tyler, City Girls, Roddy, Polo G, Coy, and I think there's a Bobby Schmurt episode. I'm gonna watch that Coy one. Okay. <laughs> 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 Just a big part. <laughs> uh well, we also got a little little Tyler album. Or uh, mixtape, or I don't know what it is at this point. Um, when my call my vision, anybody check that out? I gave it some spins. I mean, I knew what it was gonna be, so I, I like the little uh, the beats that he used. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. it was yeah, I fuck with the flow, fuck with the beats. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was solid. I, I don't have no standouts because let's be honest, they all sound the same. But <laughs> it, was, it, it was solid though. It's, it's it's nice, you know. You know, music to you know chill to. Yeah, I like that backflipping and you was laughing. I like both of those songs. So, uh, but yeah, that's all the albums that came out. Any singles or anything we need to touch on? Uh, I think it was some singles. Uh, we did get another single from what's what's good, Jermaine Dupree, Currency, and Ti. That's coming off that project that's dropping this week. Oh yeah, I'm gonna wait for that. I don't like those uh, singles before that. Uh, we got another Wick and little baby, hot boy. Mm. I ain't checking. Uh, that's decent. Nothing uh, crazy, but it's a decent oh, single. Quavo. Oh, my lord. Honey bun. He needs to he needs to hit up uh offset immediately. And get back. Yeah, I was I was gonna say I'm I'm giving Quavo to um 2024 before I really speak on his music. He's, he's he got some time. I'm gonna let him, you know, he's going through some shit. His so last, his, how, wait, how did y'all feel about greatness? It was okay, but I would be cool if I'd never heard it. Which one's greatness? The one that came up before this. Yeah, the second like takeoff. I can't. Uh, I can't remember how it went. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't think I ever listened to that. Yeah, it was. Okay. If I did, I just I must have forgot about it. Um, looks like we got a new reason single. I'll add it again at all again. Um, yeah. so I don't know what they're doing over TDE right now. I don't. I, I don't think we're getting any new Quincy or J Rock music. So I'm giving up. They talking about doing a uh, compilation TDE compilation album soon. So and I think I saw somewhere that Topper Punch said that the the fans deserve a a black hippie. So I I know we're never getting that. Yeah, yeah, when they talk about what we deserve, they just yeah. <laughs> they reach it. No, no, you <laughs> I mean they begging, they on their knees, man. Pause. <laughs> Kendrick ain't answering the phone no time. Soon, man. <laughs> yeah. Now I think uh, Q is actually uh, working on the album now. He said it should be out this year, but he been golfing a little bit too much for me to <laughs> think he gonna drop some some Hoover shit. Uh, but yeah, um, outside of that, man, anything else to say before we get into shout outs? Uh, no, man, let's jump into it. All right, man, don't know what you got, bro. I'm gonna shout out my mom, man. Uh, as of recording, it's her birthday, so salute to her. Yeah, I don't know the age, so I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna do it like that. (laughs) Hey, happy birthday and many more to come for sure, for sure. Happy birthday. Uh, you copied a fly gift with how you you get a sitchy? Uh we you know we we did the brother sister the combo team up thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's the way to go. That's, that's a cheat code for your buck. That's how you get the bang for your buck. Oh man. It's rough out here. You gotta hit the text like what are we doing? Yeah, come on. <laughs> hey, you, you you know you'd feel like the the, the better of the ch- children was like, I'll place the order, just send me the money. <laughs> right. Like you're doing the extra step. <laughs> That's how they begin you too, because they be having you put a little extra on too, and hey, you know the tax and the yeah. shipping. Hey, I'm, I'm, I want to get a car too, so make sure y'all send some money for a car. Hey, man, uh, yeah, happy birthday, man. Uh, see what you got, bro. Um, I guess I'm gonna send a shout out to Brian again. It seemed like he opened something new in at the I Promise School. Like he's trying to build a development complex with like hosting and housing. 
um, really focusing on helping the students um, tackle the outside of the school factors that can kind of creep into the schools, um, not having food, you know, bad home situations. Um, so I just gave him a shout out to that. And then, man, I, I guess we got to give a shout out to, to Stone Cold Killer Caitlin Clark. Hey, she different, bro. She been out here going crazy. She yeah. put up 40. What she what she had? 41 against Top South Carolina? Carolina? Yeah, she did. 14, <laughs> 41, she, 8 and set, 6 or some shit like that. The way she was driving on them motherfuckers was just ridiculous. I, I didn't understand how nobody could stop these layups that she was just knocking down. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's no way her first step is that crazy. Like, I know she shoots wild, but she, some of them layups was easy as hell. If. The way that she wasn't playing defense, that she was waving off that one girl because she was just wide open was absurd. She different. Yeah, man. Um, as I mean, as the game evolves and you getting players like Caitlin Clark, Aaliyah Boston, uh, Angel Reese, Angel Reese dropping like 24 and 25 and shit. Do y'all ever picture a woman going into NBA or should that even be the goal? Well, why are you bringing this nah. up? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? what? It's content, man. We ask the questions. <laughs> hey, man, if Kayla Clark came to the NBA, she gave her shit packed. I don't give a damn. Come on, She's man. She's different. <laughs> She's she good, is, but no. She is different, but they, they also jump different. In, and respectfully, they jump different in the NBA. Okay. They don't have, like, like uh, uh, the college hooper shot blockers aren't the, the NBA shot blockers. Mm. That's just a fact. All right, man. Well, I'm just asking, seeing what y'all think, man. Uh, any other shout outs for you? Um, no, nah, man, I think that's it. Uh, my shout out is going. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say shout out to D Wade, Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, man. D Wade, Dirk, Paul Gasol, Becky Hammond, Tony Parker. Shout out to them, man. Hall of Fame class 2023. It's a good class. Uh, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, my shout out is also going to. Uh, Howell Wayans, man. Uh, it's the Wayans pops. Uh, Marlon Wayans, Sean Wayans, all, all, pretty much all of them. Uh, their dad passed away this week, man. So condolences to them. But it got to be kind of comforting to know that you put superstars on this earth, bro. I bet he left them some money. <laughs> <laughs> Legit dream team. Yeah, man. Right. Uh, Damon, Sean, Marlon, Keenan. Uh, what's the sister name? Kim. Um, all of them, bro. Like, you got a damn superstar squad of niggas, man. Uh, but yeah, man, condolences to their family, man. Um, I'm actually signed up to go to the, the pilot of uh, that new Damon Wayne show, so I hope it's high. There's a Damon Wayne Sr., huh? I don't know which question asked first. Uh, Damon Wayne Sr., yes, you know, he got a, a show with his, his son. Yeah. Oh, they got it. Yeah, I forgot about it. It's a it's a live taping. Uh, no, I don't know actually. I just signed up. I just saw it was like a, a either it's either a taping or a, uh just a premiere. So I don't know what it is. I signed up on one of those little event things. So. Yo, if it's a live taping, that's gonna be great. You gonna have to, you gonna have to laugh extra hard. <laughs> well, crazy much podcast. <laughs> and you still crazy, Michael Cow? <laughs> Promoting random shit on that. <laughs> 
Yeah, shout out to David Wayans, man. Uh, they asked, they asked like a reason you wanted to go. I was like, I fuck with uh, my wife and kids, man. I'm hoping that shit gonna be good. Uh, but also shout out to whoever um told us that the L should be silent and salmon. Because why is it not silent and salmonella? Most people don't know how to spell salmonella. I also, ooh, I swear to God, I don't, I don't want to be around anybody who, if there's, if I'm like trying to get a cooking recipe on Instagram and the, I hear the stuff say salmon, I'm instantly, instantly not using the recipe. I hate words like that, man. Salmon, I always got to think before I say. It. I don't like <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I'd rather never use it. Yeah, man, that that's confusing to me. Why? Because it's nothing out of the ordinary. There, it's just pronounced different, bro. Uh, but I don't know. I just need to hear it there, but uh, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Anything else to say before we get up out of here? Um, no, man, solid week. It's uh, what's this? Easter What's happening next week, yeah. Easter, oh my god, next Sunday, Easter, yeah, I think so, right? Jesus, mm-hmm. they did say they having a Playboy Bunny uh costume contest next week. At a, Where at a, on uh, Easter, yeah, at a bar that was at, I, I forgot a bowl about that. shit I was like, God coming back to to wreak havoc on all you niggas. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, have a have a great week, everybody, man. Have a happy Easter. Uh, yeah, we won't be hearing from y'all before then. So, uh, yeah, man. Like always, long little boss man. Yes, sir. <laughs>